The podcast is back. The podcast is back. The podcast is back. Welcome to Just Another White Guys Podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Happy to have you along for the ride one more time. So, uh, in the past, uh, I've done cold opens with Nikki. I've done cold opens with other people. Uh, recently, the cold open has just been me. But uh, I thought we would change it up because uh, this is a very special show. It's a birthday show. It's a birthday show for a Jog Pod Hall of Famer himself, Marty Bennett. What's up, brother? Hi, Dustin. How you doing? What is that? Well, I've, I've listened to all your podcasts for 2020, and I've heard things, and I just don't feel like I can live up. Like, <laughs> this is what I've competed with, Dustin. Ornaments and orifices. Conspiracy theories that include lizard people. Robots that eat humans, contact lenses that are HUD devices, which, by the way, was the Hobbs and Shaw movie. There's, there's one I gotta skip. We'll come back to it. There's sex on LSD, and then the weirdest thing that could have happened. It was like I took LSD, I listened to one of your podcasts, and accidentally hit the 1.5 speed. Oh. I thought you were on crack. I did not know what was going on for a little bit, but the ultimate. Is who the hell brags about a Ford Focus Titanium? Titanium. It only was said nine times. A Ford Focus Titanium is like an El Camino with a sunroof. Can we calm the hell down? Wow. I love you, Rod. That was just for you. Wow. Taking <laughs> shots. Taking Happy shots. birthday to me to start. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Shots, uh. shots are officially fired and... There are no shots uh, of alcohol, so yeah. we're gonna do we're gonna do a stone cold sober birthday podcast because it's mm. not actually your birthday. Yeah, two days away. But uh, when this goes up, it'll be your birthday. Well, then we should be drinking. How did that well, work? The last time we drank together, I didn't wake up until the like uh, twenty four hours later. So we should. Uh, then I'm doing my job. <laughs> but we have a lot to talk about. Um, there's no shortage of stories about things that are going on in your life. Uh, things that are important uh, to your life, and um, we'll probably um, rip your heart out and jump up and oh, down. On I thought you were going to say we're going to talk about none of those. Yeah, <laughs> all that stuff oh, no. important, but oh, eh, no. F it. No, we're going to talk about all the things that are going to make you feel bad. Okay, uh, on this episode of Just Another White Guys podcast. So, if you guys are ready for a lot of fun, I hope you'll stick around and listen to this. Who knows how long it'll be? We have a tendency to just ramble on and ramble on, but I promise you. It will be a good time and will be worth your time. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a drink, pop some popcorn, get a snack, get your tissues ready, get the, get the lotion, get anything that you need, mm. prepare yourself, limber up, do some stretches, let's go jump. Welcome to the Jogpot Studio once again. Thank you. For the thank first you. time in 2020. Yes, it is. I feel like you it's are, been a while. You are officially married for one year. You are, at the time that this podcast goes up, you are officially 45 years old. That is correct. Holy shit. I know, right? 
What's 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 my gift? You give me a walker. Uh, your gift. Is that where we're at? Your gift is to be on the podcast this week. I'll take that gift. As you, good as you know, anytime I am around, I am the gift. You're the gift that keeps on giving. You're goddamn right. And sometimes receives. So, I've I've kind of started to get away from using Facebook too much lately, but uh, I do go in and check my memories, and it was interesting. I checked my memories this week and it was the last time that we saw ralphie this uh yes three years ago three years week. ago yep because uh i i saw it the day before that is when i took my dad to his first comedy show ever yep to see ralphie and the next night you and i were there and of course it can't wouldn't be a podcast without buster really we didn't make it four minutes into the show buster buster hey we're trying to work here buster come sit with me we'll call the show buster and a bitch come on <laughs> So yeah, that's um, it's always an emotional uh, feeling for me because uh, one of the podcast or one no no not one of the podcasts one of the uh, posts that I put on was that uh, it's always good when your heroes di- don't disappoint and that tonight was awesome and that of course was uh, in reference to uh, to Ralphie and uh, yeah just I, I just get emotional when I think about that. Um. Yeah, actually... We, what uh, did we sit in, like, an hour after the show, just bullshitting? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. a long time. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, we just sat there, and we're just shooting the breeze. Like, we sat there and waited till he was done taking pictures with everybody, and then just sat around and talked, and in a weird way, it kind of feels like maybe we he knew that this was the last time yeah, we would see him. maybe. I mean, you never know. So, and, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget the last thing he said to me, because it was, I love you. I love you, yeah. And uh, I was just like... Love you too, man. And uh, which is funny because last thing you told me was, "Man, lose some weight." <laughs> <laughs> I think he may- maybe he had those things flipped around. Oh, maybe that should have been uh, for me. Yeah, you know, he loved you. He he only liked me. Well, <laughs> you know. Um. So yeah, birthday. It's your birthday. Um. What uh, What do you got planned for your birthday? Can do anything exciting? Um. The day that this goes up. Um, we had a toss up for the birthday destination. The one that didn't get chosen is, uh, one of my favorite things to go do is go hang out at the dueling piano bar. Nice. I like that. But the people who ran the piano bar can only answer emails once a day and then didn't answer for four days. And I needed to have something set in stone. So, and as much as you'll love this, Dustin, instead of going to the piano bar, we are going to Houston's best drag show. Wow, nice. We're going to go see some drag queens because why the hell not? That that definitely sounds like a hell of a way to run in a uh, ring in a 45. 45, yeah. As long as you know I don't get a 45 <laughs> run in me, I'm good. <laughs> Ugh. We, uh, we've uh, done some podcasts. I think maybe around. Did we do a, bir- a podcast around my birthday? Around my birthday? I want to. S- Man, you're going to give me a lot. I think so because I think we were talking about everybody coming into town and stuff. Um, but I don't remember off the top of my head. I had a drink since then. <laughs> we've had we've had a couple. <laughs> yeah, and that was just last week. Well, no, I think maybe we talked about it. it was, I think maybe it was after my birthday because it was uh, after your stepson got hit by lightning. Oh well, that happened three years ago. Was it three years ago? Yeah, that was that was three coming up on four years ago. So when he hmm. had lightning pass through his body. So it was last year, last year is when you guys had the big pool party here, right? And there was somebody, a couple of y'all in town. No, that was two years ago. Um. So that was two years ago. Yeah, everyone what in did, town. What did Rod, we do last my, year? My buddy Rod 
was in town for my birthday. Wait, I don't Man, even remember. I know they all blend. Getting so old, bro. Yeah, it's it's like this all it's like this, Alzheimer's without it. August is gonna be forty for me. The big four zero. Holy shit! Trying to catch up to me. We uh. There is a, a big party plan for this year. Though. I've seen it. It's like nine days blocked out on my calendar or something. <laughs> like taking all my PTO for you. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday to Sunday. Tuesday. Like it's fat too. So it's like Mardi Gras all the way to Sunday. Which is appropriate because I do believe my birthday is on. My actual birthday is on Tuesday. Is it on Tuesday? So we start the party on Tuesday and just keep on rolling keep through it the rolling. rest of the week. Oh my Lord. I will have to go to work at some point. Yeah, of course. You know. Like the following Monday or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll figure well, it out. Do you have a Do you have a favorite birthday memory? Like, do you, do you have uh, something that you're like, ah, I did this awesome thing for my birthday? Um, my fortieth was pretty cool. Um, I went up to uh, Austin uh, for one day of it, and then when I came back into town, there was a surprise party, and a lot of my friends from Dallas and Corpus and all that they had all, were all there to surprise me. Um, I remember about the first 30 minutes of it um, <laughs> and the rest I relived through pictures. Um, but uh, that's probably long enough. I remember more than that, but um, it was pretty cool. Um, and then as a kid, like, man, I, I really don't remember. I know one time we like I had the entire I played Little League Baseball from T-ball all the way to the last year you could play uh, Little League Baseball. And we had the entire team stay at my house one night. We had a pop-up camper, and there was like 10 of us crammed in there. We're like, it should be six people. We had people in the house, and this was right when Thriller was huge. Yeah. And we had the VCR tape. Well, my dad had a wolf mask and came out there and scared the crap out oh. of us in the dark camper oh. with like one little light. Yeah. That's dangerous in Texas because you never know which one of you little shits is going to be packing a little uh, 22. Yeah, yeah, 22. Um, that'd be about well, – I think I had a 22 then. Yeah. So – um, but yeah, so we're all out there and just got the holy bejesus skied out, scared out of us by my dad. But, um, I think that was probably like the, like the biggest memory I have of yeah. when I was a kid. Um, I don't, I don't know past that. I really don't like, I've never really thought about it until you said it. So we'll go with that. See, I've never had a surprise birthday party and I think it would be super fun. But the problem is I'm a Leo and I need, uh, like, uh, I need everything planned out for me because I feel like my birthday should be celebrated for the whole month. And so I don't wait around because, I mean, it's January and I've already sent out birthday invitations for my birthday in August. Now, I will say, in fairness, that I sent that out to a lot of people because there's a bunch of people that would need to travel and, you know, need to plan and, and that sort of thing. So... But I would have sent it out this early. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am. On the but so, so, but so, I I don't think I could ever really have a surprise party because I would already have planned a birthday party. So for we'll myself. do for your birthday. We'll instead of surprising you with a party, we'll surprise you with people who show up, and we'll make it like this is your life. Yeah. And so the only people I ever know that know you are strippers. So we'll just bring strippers <laughs> from the past, strippers <laughs> from the present. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You remember that stripper that was with you that time you took your mom to the strip club? Here she is um, with your mom. Dude, if that if you could go up to northern Minnesota and find the stripper that was working there the night that I took my mom and my sister into the gladiator, that would be the biggest that would be the biggest win of all time. Bum 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 today on Unsolved Mysteries. 
we're looking for. Huh. Looking for the gladiator stripper in Minnesota. What year? Oh, Jesus. 2014, maybe? 2014. So six years ago at the gladiator. Nikki would know. Was she younger? She's probably still there. She's younger. Dude, here's the thing. You're going to be, it's going to be, it's going to come as a huge shock to you, but I was shit faced. So I don't really even remember what the chick looked like. So what? What is so special? Oh, just because she was there with your mom? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not. It's, oh. not, it's not that like because she was hot or anything. Oh, I just mean, dude, these. This is a. This is a chick that gets up and takes her clothes off in a strip club for about in a town of about twelve hundred people. So, and this was probably in the middle. I've of seen the Ozark. Week. It doesn't so, look good. So this was like in the middle of the week, and so she was probably, you know, from Wisconsin and was driven an hour and a half over. To, uh, hey, for, more more props to, to quote unquote perform perform. For, uh, well, yeah, more props to them though. They take their clothes off when it gets like minus fifteen. Like, yeah, uh, this was in the summer though. So uh, she had that. I mean, yeah. Okay, well, I tried. I tried to give her props. I think it would be more helpful for them to take their clothes off in the winter. Things would probably sit up a little bit. A little. <laughs> Doesn't work for me in this cold as <laughs> shit right now. I'm just saying. Uh, I uh, rubbed my breast twice and it felt good. I love my birthdays. I, uh, yes, but I'm a Leo. Like, I want the attention. I want, like, people to lavish me with gifts. I want monuments built to the sky with my name on them. I can go out to a nice dinner and be happy. Like, that's all I need. Sit and go eat some food I really like. Like, one of those things I go to once, twice a year. That's, I'm good with that. Yeah. If it's a big party, I'm not going to complain. Like, you've seen the parties we throw at the house or whatever, but. It's it's either or. I don't care. I'm all in no matter what. I I ha- I do have one memorable birthday that I can't really talk about because I don't want to uh, incriminate uh, anyone else. But it did uh, involve illicit drugs at a certain point in my life. But uh, that is a story for another day. But uh, that was a pretty <sighs> never had experience. never had that birthday. Dang, we got to get on the ball. I'm five years ahead of you. I haven't had that thing. <laughs> And God forbid if anybody that knows me is listening to this right now, that's not really happening. Y'all calm down out there. <laughs> Someone's just going to show up with a... Uh, <laughs> with an eight ball. <laughs> eight ball and strippers, apparently, is all I we're never, looking for. I le- and let's just be clear. I, it was hallucinogenic. It was not uh, any sort of powder or uh, anything like that. Oh. I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm a heroin addict, as you could tell. from Dude, I swear, man. Playing you at 1.5 speed. Because, like, the theme song was faster. And I was like, oh, he, like, did something different. And I was like, thank you for joining that podcast. This is Justin. I'm here today with our... And I'm like, whoa. What? And I looked. I was like, oh. And then it goes 1.5 to 2. 2.5 to 1. And I, I definitely like, would not recommend listening to the Jared podcast on slow speed. That's the one I was on, actually. Because <laughs> I was trying to figure out why it was so fast. Like, what was going on? And then I finally realized I had bumped it. Didn't realize it. It that, was fun. Uh, I don't know. If you've made it this far into this podcast and you're not over me from last podcast, I apologize. I had had a little too much to drink that day. Mm. And... uh was that the was did you do that the day we were drinking? That right? was the day that we were drinking. Because you kept telling me I got to do a podcast, I got to do a podcast, and I'm like, really? The problem was initially we had talked about doing the podcast around like nine o'clock at night, so I figured you would go home, and I would drink a bunch of water, and you know, T- hint taken. Next time, got it. <laughs> Show up at five, be gone by six thirty. No no, 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 no. Hey, fuck you. You <laughs> do that all the time anyway. 
Hey, you called and said you needed triple sec. I thought it meant you were too drunk to drive. So I brought you triple sec, went back home. I didn't know what you were asking for. I'm like, dude, if you need triple sec, I'll bring you triple sec. I'll be your little Uber goober. I don't care. No. First of all, fuck you. Because I told you that Ken was over and that we were drinking margaritas. And you had a broken ass tooth and you weren't feeling good. Oh, that's right. I still was dealing with the tooth thing. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I couldn't drink that night. Yeah. That's not enough. That's not enough, sound, not enough pain meds sound, at that point. To make it sound like I'm a dick about this sort of thing. No, I know you weren't, and if anybody thought they were, they don't know you. So f them. And then, um, you, and then uh, you came over and let's just alienate all the people that listen. <laughs> Fuck them all. No, uh, no, I did. I came over and I brought you that, but I was on Tylenol three with codeine and um, something else at the time, and then taking antibiotics too. So it's probably not a good idea to drink when you're doing all no, that because you have an open no, tooth. You definitely should not have had any. But it's all fixed. We're good. But no we did pain? appreciate the triple sec. It did uh, help our margaritas. Helped it out, huh? Ken squeezed a five-pound bag of limes while we were just chilling in the kitchen, and then we made fresh margaritas, and they were delicious. I've. It's interesting for me because I've, I've refused to drink tequila on many, many occasions. I had a unfortunate tequila experience when I was about fifteen, and um, never wanted it ever again. And I think, I think before this, uh, before 2019, I'd maybe had two shots of tequila since I was 15 years old. Mm. And since, since my mom came to visit and, uh, we busted open that, uh, bottle of Don Julio silver that's, uh, in the freezer. I, uh, cause I never, I never really drank with my mom like that before. And so she Ooh, likes, me about that, she likes that. tequila so we hit the tequila and so is that is that a good tequila was it the smooth don, the don julio yeah, yeah. It was, it's good so i'm a i'm a patron silver person but i had a lady who i go do work for and she apparently bought a bottle of tequila and she didn't like it mm-hmm. now first off she's drinking the tequila at room temperature Ugh. right so she's like, do you want it? And I'm like, I, I guess. So she goes and grabs it. And it's Don Julio 1942, $175 bottle Ooh. of tequila. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. I'll just take it for the show. Like, yeah, for sure. It's a gorgeous bottle, right? So the next time I go there, and she has a small bottle of Don Julio. It's like Don Julio 70 or something. She just keeps giving me tequila every time I show up. Like, I'm like, okay. I, I still get paid too. Cool. Like, why not? So all that stuff still sit in my freezer. I don't do tequila too often, but. Yeah, so I've yeah. I've had... I've had a willingness to drink tequila a little bit more uh, recently. And then when Ken was here, we made those margaritas. He um, can't remember what kind of tequila it was that we had. Started with a B, I think. Oh, I don't know. I don't know tequilas. I know a lot of stuff, but I don't know tequila. So I, I know Patron because that's what I like. So that's right. all I knew to buy. So Yeah, Patron, ice cold Patron. Mm-hmm. Goes down really It's a well. spot, yeah. And see, I usually drink tequila when like I have really, really bad back pain or something to kind of take the edge. Speaking of that, since I've seen you last. Yes. Uh, well, since I've last been on the podcast, not since I've seen you last. Um, we've talked about how I have a bad back. They did injections in my neck. I don't know if I told the story or not how that went down. Um, but uh, so then I went to the doctor recently and bought my knees and they wanted to do injections in my knees on the spot with no warning, no Ooh. appointment. Like, Hey, we're going to do it right now. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Right. And I'm not a big needle fan to begin with. So I lay back in the chair and he numbs it up with a spray and then he goes in and literally can feel the needle under my kneecap. Oh God. 
and I'm just like, you know how like you have that feeling like right before the plane's going to crash and you're just on the armrest, just like white knuckled as tight as you can. That's how I was at the doctor's office. And then he says, and now the other knee. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, I literally oh. could barely walk that day. Uh, I was limping around like somebody had beat me with a bat. And then the next day, man, I felt great. So I had that visceral reaction that I have when like... It's it's interesting because I get I get this feeling mostly when I see someone injure their legs. If I see a broken leg, like when Sid Vicious jumped off the rope and snapped his, mm-hmm. yeah that that reaction that you just had. You know what that that's, that's the reaction I just had when you talked about that needle going on. And I saw that, but the thing I always think about is there was a St. Louis Cardinals player, I believe is who it was, and he was running to first base and he hit the base and his oh. Right at his calf, the bone not only oh. broke, but it came through oh. his pant leg. Yes. And you could see the bone hit the pant leg, and I just, oh. oh and I watched that game live. And it, mm, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Saw. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, painful baseball, mm. your, uh, your, your uh, Houston Astros have made some news recently. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, just a touch. <laughs> Just the just the biggest scandal in baseball in a hundred years. Um. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's 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 pretty much right there with the. Here's what I don't understand. Sure. And I and look, I'll wholeheartedly will tell you I'm heartbroken that I found out they did it. I believe they did it. I'm not going to defend them. But I will say this: for guys who came from other teams. To the Astros. Right. And they've implicated that person not only doing it with the Astros, but taking it to the next team. Sure. Who is also in trouble, i.e. the Red Sox. Right. No other teams but World Series champions are doing this? Really? Wink, wink. Well, no. I think, and I think that's why the rhetoric from some teams has been pretty tamped down. Um, I, I think I think the Dodgers need to pump their brakes yeah. because I'm not 100% sure the Dodgers aren't uh, somehow involved. And there's been little – which I found interesting because did you see this shit that the uh, Los Angeles City Council passed a resolution uh, urging Major League Baseball to strip the Astros of the title. And the and Red award, Sox. And award them to the Dodgers. No, they want it from the Astros and the Red Sox. Can I tell you something? Which is just, uh, it's I, asinine. I'll make, them, I'll make them a deal. Sure. I will let them have the Astros World Series and the Red Sox World Series the day they give the Heisman that Reggie Bush illegally won to Vince Young. We'll call it fair. How about well, they that? Took, they took Reggie Bush's Yeah, but they didn't award, award it to anybody. No, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Let's go. Let's make it all fair. But then, so I got in a discussion with somebody, and I started looking back. Between now and you go back to 2007, there's been two World Series that hasn't had at least one player pop for performance-enhancing drugs or the sign-stealing scandal or what have you. So now they're all tainted. Like, if we're going to put an asterisk, let's put it everywhere. But they're not going to. And they're never – the baseball – the professional sports is never going to strip anybody of a title. They, yep. People can get past that. So they did the next plus, biggest plus thing they could do is take point, away the manager. It's pointless so. to take away the title because everyone already saw it happen. Yep. So in everyone's mind, that's who won, regardless of what you say after the fact. Like for people, uh, like friends of mine that um, are Minnesota Golden Gopher fans, that team that went to the Final Four um, back in the 90s, all that got stripped away 
But they all saw that team play in the Final Four. Like, to them, they went to the Final Four. doesn't count in the record book anymore. But it's, it's well, and that's the thing is that you being a Seahawks fan, a lot of the thing is Pete Carroll has won a championship in college. Well, technically he hasn't because they got stripped of it. Right. We all saw him win it. We all saw right. them win forty-eight games in a row or whatever the streak was before UT. We saw okay, get over it. Like they won, they wanted out fair and square that year. I don't care about some guy taking some money on it. They're all taking money on the side. Just like I, here's what I don't understand: if you're the first base coach or a first baseman. And you hear this noise coming 15 feet from your left. Yeah. Why was nothing said then? Why wasn't it immediately play stopped? What's this noise? Yeah. Find a TV and well, a trash can in a hallway. Because you, if you go and you listen, like, because there's tons of YouTube videos that people have done that date months back of like, what the fuck is this noise? Yep. And yeah, why are you, why aren't people not like, what is this? Like. And it's probably because then you can't necessarily prove what it's for, but even the, the but Jose the Jose Altuve not wanting his shirt ripped off and then immediately running into the clubhouse mm. like all that suspect like, it's suspect. But here's the here's where I will differentiate between that and the performance enhancing drugs is that with the PEDs, it's pretty well assumed that a lot of people were taking those. Performance enhancing drugs don't help you hit a ball better they may help you hit a ball further right you still have to have the skill right the difference with these is if you're facing a pitcher and that pitcher has three really good pitches and you can eliminate two of them yep that is a huge advantage oh no i agree and And like i said i'm heartbroken they did it because it you know you think about when that world series happened it was right after harvey all the stuff that went on with it and then that's kind of how now it'll be lived out is, yeah. is whether they did it in the playoffs or not. MLB said they didn't find anything, whatever. Either way, they did to get there. And I 100% don't have a problem with stealing signs because people have been stealing signs for 100 yeah, years. for 100 years. The problem is using electronic, electronic devices, devices to communicate that stuff. That's where you get the problem. But this is, and, and to go back to what I was talking about, if you're a first baseman or a first base coach and you hear this, to me, the only reason you don't stop play and say, what is this, is because then when they go to your stadium, right, they call you out on it too. Yeah. Like, I can't justify why you would not hear this loud banging repeatedly and not go, what are they doing? And only when the um, Astros... What are they doing? only when the Astros are hitting. Are, uh, yep, exactly. It's like, huh, why is there a banging noise all, of its, all the time? And I mean, that could be... On that, you could be you don't hear it when you're in your dugout. It could be that. I mean, I doubt it. If you can hear it at home plate, you can probably hear it across the way, yeah. the way the tunnel's shaped and, and the angle. But I just don't understand why nobody at some point said, Hold up, like what is this noise? It's distracting our pitcher. It's you know, something. Well, I would assume that if you can hear it on the television broadcast, you oh, can hear it. Definitely in the other hear it dugout. there, yeah. But I don't know. yeah, you would think like they would stop it mid game and go find out what the noise is. Yeah. Because even if Whoever this is, person X, has a trash can down there. He can't run with a trash can and a big screen TV looking to see what it is. Like, the TV's going to be left there. Yeah. Like, what do you, you know, why is a TV there to begin with? And you're caught. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, And apparently, I think they would take it up and put it away, like, after every game. Like, they would take it off the wall. Well, they had it on a table. 
That was that was one of the stories is that okay. it sits on a table. They bring it in after the media is escorted out of the dugout before right. the game. That's all where they go out. Then they put it out there. But I mean, it's not like he could run with a TV in ten seconds. Like if somebody starts that direction, yeah, you know. But it's I mean, it's whatever. Like I just I, like I said, I'm disappointed. Like that that's my team, and now that's what we got to live with. Was that no matter how long that banner hangs up there, people go, uh-huh, but you know, which is. If you're not a Houston person, you don't know this, but a lot of people will say the Rockets championships. Well, y'all won them, but it's because Jordan. Jordan. So it's like, you know, can we have a damn championship that's not but like in this town? It's crazy. So we would have a Super Bowl, but O'Brien, you know, that's whatever. Blow a 24 that's, point that's lead. A bit of a, that's a bit of a stretch to say that you'd have a Super Bowl if not for O'Brien. Well, that one I, I don't. If, did you if so you were did you in see the, the Buffalo Bowl game? You blew that, then maybe. Did you see the Buffalo game? Yeah, of course. Fourth down and four with eleven minutes left in the game, and you are down or no, you wait. What were they at? No, this was the Kansas City game. It was fourth and four with eleven minutes in the game, and you're down seventeen points, and he wants to punt it in Kansas City territory. Yeah. And he I literally you I have the video that I posted. He Deshaun walks up to him with a confused look and his hand up. He goes, it's the fourth quarter. And he literally, lips, you read his lips, word for word. Nope, got a punt. Wait, hold on. And then he runs and calls timeout. Like, he has no situational awareness to be a yeah. head coach. In the, like, I don't care what else play calls. Forget all that. That moment right there tells me he does not know how to be an NFL coach. Like, you do not know to go for it on fourth down in the fourth quarter, down 17. Like, And now he basically runs your entire franchise. Because not only is, the, is he the coach, but you don't have a GM. So he kind of is, I would imagine, has a, if not the final say, a huge say in what they're doing personnel-wise. Oh, uh, he's, you, he said he has a say. He, he flat out admits it. You, uh, you guys decided to make a change at your defensive coordinator, and an exhaustive search of all of two hours promoted your defensive line coach to, uh, to yeah, uh, your defensive coordinator. Well, it's because I say they're not going to hire outside because outside nobody's, they're not scared of O'Brien. In-house, they're all scared because he's a GM. They will not. Everybody that's got a position in that place has been promoted. Right. We hired an offensive coordinator, and you can't see it on the podcast, but I'm using air quotes right. because he wasn't, O'Brien wasn't calling the play, so he hired an offensive coordinator who doesn't call plays. Like, it's all a joke. Like, he's, mm-hmm. I've had to turn off sports radio this week because of Astros and Texans. And <laughs> we, have a, we have a guy that's been here 13 years who is like this cap guru, and they fired him for no reason because he's yeah, like the yeah. lead negotiator on all contracts. Now he's gone. I'm like, why don't we just fire everybody and just make it like O'Brien's sister is coaching now? Like, I mean, it's just to that point. It's just ridiculous. It is pretty brutal. There was a – I'm trying to find the tweet that I sent you um, about the uh, the list of – Oh, yeah, it's like the – yeah, I saw it. Um, uh, Sage Rosenfels posted it, yeah, by the way, Sage, if you're looking for Sage, it. Sage Rosenfels, 49ers head – so these are the coaches – that are a part of the 49ers organization that were with the Houston Texans from 2006 to 2008. It's the 49ers head coach. Yep. Offensive coordinator. Correct. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. Defensive coordinator. Defensive coordinator yeah. Offensive line coach, special teams coordinator, run game coordinator, two linebacker coaches, and the head equipment manager. All were part of the Houston Texans in 2006 and through 2008. If we'd have just kept that equipment manager. <sighs> that could have been the it. difference. Could have. 
But everybody, it seems like everybody that quarrels with O'Brien, and I don't even mean coaches or front yeah. office. I mean players too. The clowny thing. Uh, we've had a couple other players in the past that. Like he has his quote. I don't know how much you listen to Texans because you're not a fan, but he has these things at press I, I conference. Have not one time listened to uh, Houston radio uh, or uh, well, the only, only stuff I see is stuff that you tweet or right. uh, when uh, this guy I used to work with in Minneapolis, uh, Matt Thomas, who works down here. Oh yeah, I've listened, I've listened to Matt Thomas. He he has these things like he's a good good team player, he's a good football player, and when he doesn't say good team player about somebody that's in that locker room, you know they're on the outs because yeah. he, he intentionally doesn't use the phrase, and you can pick up on it. It's annoying as hell, man. It's like, great. Now we're going to get rid of somebody else that's good. <laughs> but you figure in one season we got rid of Tyron Matthew, Kareem Jackson, and Genevion Clowney, and then they wonder why the defense sucks. Oh, by the way, he was the GM that got rid of them all, but somehow he has a job. Right. You get rid of three-star defensive players, and it's the defense's fault. Hmm. Well, I will say this. Let's get at off least, Houston sports. Nobody at cares. least you're not the New York Giants who have uh, decided to hire Jason Garrett as their offensive coordinator and apparently are interested in bringing in Freddie Kitchens. Wow. <laughs> There's only one kitchen I want to be in, and it's not Freddie. So. <laughs> what a disaster. Actually, I want to be in every kitchen but Freddie. How about that? <laughs> I'll cook anywhere. I don't care. Uh, the Cleveland the Cleveland Browns – I. I've I've watched a lot of Minnesota Vikings football, obviously, uh, because of the ties that I have to Minnesota and and the fact that Nikki loves them and they're her team. I cannot believe that Kevin Stefanski is uh, the head coach of the Cleveland Browns now. Like it just makes zero sense to me. Well, prior to him, let's for, it's because you can't get a coach there after all they've done. They've gone through what three coaches in three years or something. I feel like they could have gotten a coach, but here's the thing. Is that not the biggest dumpster fire lace with TNT in that damn organization? Like, yeah, they have all you that. Should, all I know is that you should thank your lucky stars every goddamn day that the Cleveland Browns exist because they're the one team that you always know will be a bigger dumpster fire than your Texans. All, all that talent, but the problem is, is all that diva. Like, yeah. all those guys are divas, and Odell's already wanting out, and just it's it's. Dude, I, I am so like. Just I amazed just, by how bad they can be with that much talent. So let's uh, we'll go back to the Odell Beckham thing here in just a second. Okay, but we didn't talk about the biggest story of uh, the off season for uh, your Texans. Will Fuller cut his dreads off? I know. Well, I, hey, think that's going to keep him from getting injured every other like three I, games. I don't know what dreads weigh because I've never really had them. But like anything to help that hamstring, <laughs> I'm I'm for it. Like. They're like they're like, bro, you gotta lose some weight. Hey, I he's will. Like, he's like, I don't. I'm like six percent body fat. What do you want me to do? Cut the dreads. Cut the dreads. Like, and they're like, you just lost seventeen pounds. I'm just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if those are heavy or not because obviously I've never had hair. So I find it funny when people look at like my kid pictures. Oh, you have hair? Like, yeah, no shit, ass. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I had hair when I was a kid. Hello, fuckers. No, I've just been bald. Yeah, I I've been bald since I was the day I was, I, was I was born with an afro, but it fell out three days later, yeah, right. and then I never got hair again. Left that Jerry curl juice in too long; it all fell out. What happened? Speaking of uh, Odell Beckham, all right. So back to you. This. Uh, you because of your uh, associations uh, with your in-laws, LSU, uh, LSU fan, uh, LSU of course won the national championship. Did you see Odell Beckham out on the field just passing out cash? out cash? That's okay. The there was a guy from the 2005 Longhorns that has said they were promised $1000 per interception on the defense. He's come out now. Like not only 
are people admitting they're getting cash, but they're yeah. all Mike fires themselves and snitching on them. I'm like, well, Odell wasn't even snitching on himself. He was in front of the camera, just on oh, the no. field, just handing out cash. No, I mean, Odell was, yes, but I'm talking about this guy from UT. Yeah. Like he's, he just admitted, oh yeah, we were promised that. Like, dude, shut up. Like, it's like, it, well, and it's like, they asked Joe Burrow about it. Did you see his response? No, they no said they said, "Oh well, the coach, uh, Coach O, said that uh, it wasn't real cash; it was fake. He was just doing it for the cameras." He goes, "No, it was real cash. I'm not a student athlete. What are you gonna do to me?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, why don't you just burn the school that took you in and made you a national champion, you dumbass? Like, man, come on! Oh, it just this pettiness to get on the news and have your five seconds more of fame compared to what he's. I mean, he's gonna be the number one pick in the draft, and but you're gonna burn a school that took you in when like, Ohio State was least, putting you on the bench. At least be a little bit of at least have a little bit of subtlety, like they did in the program where they were uh, all. Uh, dr- have you seen the program? The movie, the program. Oh, well, it's, it's, been, a, it's it's an old movie. older movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, uh, it's been a long time. They have a, a, a drunk for a college quarterback, and uh, they. Uh, Omar Epps is in as the star running back, and yeah, I, I vaguely remember. But it. they're all after their first game of the year. They're all like dressed up in their like uh, school blazers and stuff, and at this uh, party for alumni and stuff, and they're all like shaking hands of alumni, and people are putting uh, envelopes in their breast pocket, and you know, got cash in it and stuff. And the freshman goes, "Man, he, he just this is five hundred dollars." We should report this to the NCAA. One of the veterans was like, uh, no, that's the NCAA makes all kinds of money off of us. We deserve every little bit that we get. And he's like, in fact, you better let me hold on to this for you. And just takes the kids. <laughs> yeah. So you don't, so you don't report anybody. Well, you didn't do anything wrong. Then you're good. Cole McCoy actually admitted that too. He'd go out to dinners, uh, where there were UT alums at and they would shake hands. He'd have hundred dollar bills in his hands and stuff like I, I'm glad they're finally going to at least let them make money off their likeness. It, but at some point, it's going to have to become more than that. I mean, yeah. it's it's a multi-billion dollar industry, and you're not paying the people that are sacrificing their bodies for it. Like, seems kind of like a a ruthless way to go. So It kind of seems like slavery. Yeah. Of 20-year-olds. Woo! Mostly uh, African-American. It's almost like nothing's ever changed. <laughs> Welcome to 2020, where Jeez. nothing has changed since 1820. Great. Uh, well, on that happy note. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so you, uh, we you should said, be drinking. You said you had a list of uh, uh, of uh, comments, a list of because you've you've caught up on the last couple episodes of the podcast. You had uh, you, you had anything else that you? Well, wanted I like to- the conspiracy theory thing too. I, you know, the the whole alien thing. Um, there's something out there. What exactly has happened? And ha- I, I'm kind of with kid on the thing that all this technology and really they crashed on our planet. Like of all the places, maybe it happened. But yeah. but here's the thing: even if it did happen, and even if we do have this stuff locked away somewhere, I guarantee you it's not at Area 51 anymore because that's where everybody thinks it is. Right. However, all that being said, when I was in the Navy, we had a guy that transferred from Las Cruces, New Mexico to our ship and there was his transfer their day and his transfer out day and nothing in between and he wasn't allowed to talk about it wow hey what did you do there and you would literally get that's it so did you did you, were you like security okay nice conversation late like, it would make bad radio that's yeah, for sure but for sure. he um yeah, he he never would speak of anything of it, so it's just kind of creepy. That's when that's when I hear things like 
Because he had promotions backdated. Like, he got them awarded the day he left, but they were backdated two years, so he'd get his money for it. And right. Like, this is creepy. Like, real creepy stuff. Like, I don't... There was there was a point in time where I was all in on the 9-11 stuff, and, and like, pe- but people were like, oh, no one could ever keep a secret like that. There are people that keep secrets mm-hmm. and just keep their mouth shut, and, you know, it's it is possible. Like, oh, I know because I have a couple from when I was in stuff I saw and things that happened in front of me on screens. And yeah, it's creepy. You you've seen shit that you couldn't talk about. I, then, ha- I have two two very in particular. Yes, um, and I can the, I the can't micro- the microphone's off. Just tell me. I can, okay. Um, <laughs> um, I can tell it's, you that then it's gonna be like that was not for you. That was just me, dude. Oh, That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. And then, then the dogs are barking. The, the the men in black show up and Buster tries to attack. Hey, dude, that was just me. Come back. Hey, come here. Like, I guess the closest I can tell you is there was the movie with uh, Owen Wilson behind enemy lines or yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it was called. And they had the satellite where they could watch him run. Uh-huh. Like, I've seen something similar to that. Oh, nice. Where they're literally watching real time. Although in our case, it was a real time chase. We were trying to hunt somebody down in a house. So. Huh. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like that heat vision kind of crazy. So I guess I know that you've been in the Navy. Yeah. I guess we never really talked about like like what are what's some of the shit that you did when you were in the Navy that you can talk about. Uh, well, I can talk about like ninety percent of it. Um, so I was uh, I came in as a communications person. Right. Uh, did radio, and then um, I took on some computer stuff uh, while I was in, which is what basically I how I got in computers was doing a lot of the computer stuff on my ship. Um, because I grew up, uh, out on a hundred acres where we hunt and fish all the time. Um, they asked us to, they, they put this thing out in the water and said, can you hit it? Now, mind you, you're on a moving ship. Now, it's not like a rowboat. I mean, it's kind of right. steady, but we were on a small destroyer, 300 people compared to a carrier. Right. So it still moves. I mean, I got seasick on it the first few times I went out. Uh, one time in particular storm, I got super seasick. They had to knock me out to get me to stop throwing up. Oh, but anyway. So the ship is moving, your target's moving, and you have to hit the target at yeah. whatever distance it's at. And I hit the first three in the center, and they said, oh, you don't have to do any more. And that was it. Nothing got said. Then we pulled into Bahrain, and I got stuck up on the mast doing sniper duty two hours at a time in 190-degree heat in the shade, and it was not fun. But they basically, they pulled up a car when they were showing us all up on the mast, and they said, can you see any of the clothing of the person in that, that vehicle? And I'm like, yeah. If you ever see somebody drive through, shoot at the clothes. Got it. And that's literally what we did for two hours. We took rotations six. Was it, did, you people, like six a, did you have like or six a, people two hours? Like a, like a Barrett 50 or some shit like we, that? We, yeah. <laughs> like my, my brother actually has a lot of that stuff because he's uh, Army Airborne. Yeah. So he has, he has a nice one that is like super ultra light that they would jump out of planes because he was, he was an airborne medic. Yeah. And there's nothing more ironic than a medic jumping out of a plane with a gun. <laughs> like that makes a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, it was some, some lightweight, like heavy duty stuff. Yeah. We were, I mean, we had a 50 cal on our ship too. Um, but everybody can see that a mile away. Yeah. But yeah. We'd, we'd climb up there and, and hide out under the radar and, Pray to God nobody turned on the radar so we wouldn't, you know, we could still have kids, which obviously didn't affect me. So, but it's, it's interesting because they had that big uh, gun rights rally in uh, Richmond, Virginia earlier this week. And there's this big fat fuck who is all in his, uh, all in his military gear. Oh God. Walking around with a Barrett 50. Like, 
No, that's like, stupid. So yeah, I'm just like, why? I understand. Like, I get that, and we're not we're not going to rehash all the fucking gun shit because you and eh. I differ. But we both agree that sensible gun Central, control is, yes. is the right way to look at things. But on what planet does someone with no military experience, not about to be deployed to be like a fucking sniper, need to? First of all, you, no one should just walk around with a Barrett fifty caliber rifle. Right no. Never. But this dude is just walking down the street of Richmond, Virginia with a Barrett 50. That's that's idiotic. Like, yeah, I people are dumb, man. It's 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 to make the point, I guess, is why they're doing it. They're not out there to use it. That's for sure. I mean, it, I don't know. People are dumb, man. I, I tell you that all the time. People are just dumb. Whether it's left, right, middle. Dollars, dollars to all of the multiple donuts that that fat fuck had been eating. He, I bet he <laughs> couldn't even. I bet he couldn't even shoot that thing. I bet you he couldn't run with it, much less shoot no, it. No, for sure not. It was funny. Well, uh, and, and when I was in too, like the second deployment I went on, there was a ship that hit another ship. Uh, there was our, our destroyer that was doing ops hit an oil tanker, and so they couldn't go out on deployment. So we got shipped again, super like way before we were supposed to. And we hauled ass across the Med, across the Atlantic, across the Med, and we went through the Suez. And if you've never been through the Suez Canal, it's a different experience because it literally looks like you can reach out and touch the sand next to you. Oh, really? And you're seeing guys sitting on the sand with guns while you're sitting on your ship with guns, each of you waiting to pull, pull it out, like kind of craziness. Um, but as soon as we got out of the Suez into the Red Sea, we were shooting missiles in Afghanistan and then came around to the Gulf and shot them into Iraq. I mean, it's like, it's crazy. Because we have two different types. We had tomahawks and then uh, tomahawks that are clusters. So what they do is instead of going to target, they go over a target, drop some clusters, go to the next one, and then the third one impacts. Yeah. Um, and you watch it all on a black and white TV screen. So it's, it's kind of interesting to watch. There's a, uh, there's a former, I'm sorry, not former, retired Navy senior chief uh, that I follow on Twitter. His name is Malcolm Nance. Um, he uh, is a contributor on MSNBC, and he's written some books and stuff like that. And um, he was tweeting about the uh, the gun the gun rally stuff, and uh, he's like, "Hey, it looks like Meal Team Six is out in full force." Oh my god! <laughs> I just died of like Meal Team can, Six. That's can so I tell you great. something? If you don't, if you're not a Navy person, you don't know this, but ninety percent of the people that are senior chiefs look just like meal team six. Yeah. They are just big. Like the joke was, and this is again for me and you, but their fingers were stuck in this hook formation, like captain hook. Right. Cause that's how they held their coffee cup all day long. Right. <laughs> like those, that finger was just stuck there from holding the coffee <laughs> cup all day. Cause that's all they did was push papers. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we had one guy, I always found it funny. Cause like, you know, they make us pass PT tests to stand. Right. And you would look at it. Someone and go, they're you not passing a P. They're this. not. They're they're getting there because they are an E eight. They're a senior chief and not having to do it because they're senior right. chiefs. Like, they got twenty four years in and get exemptions or something. Because there's no way. Like, some of those guys were just. It just wasn't happening. I can just tell you right now what happened. No. So. I was. Where else was I going to go? Oh, I sent you something the other day uh, that was posted on Twitter. Just to circle back to uh, one of your one a, a Texans thing that will make you happy. Your boy J.J. Watt is going to host Saturday Night Live. Oh, yes, he is. On uh, the Saturday before the Super Bowl. I hope that wasn't planned like prior to the playoffs <laughs> and that really jinxed it maybe. I don't know. 
Um, they yeah. probably had a couple contingencies. It was like, hey, JJ, we'd love to have you if you're going to be available. And they said, JJ, we know your coaches. You'll be available. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I saw that. He's he's done a couple movies. Uh, I want to say Bad Moms. He was in that as the PE teacher. Um, I think he was in both of them, actually. I think he was in both those movies. Um, he's done, I mean, he does Verizon commercials, all kind yeah. of stuff. So He's a charismatic dude. It'll be yeah, interesting to see. It'll be uh, interesting what he can do and then uh the following week i mean it's like snl is just for you those two weeks uh rupaul will be the guest host. hey drag show so you'll be, i'll be the drag show for my birthday you'll, you'll and two be, weeks later i get a drag queen on my tv Hi. About it. yeah what uh what of the other conspiracy theories did you hear that you were like oh okay i don't understand this lizard thing the like, lizard people. I, I'm, yeah. See, this is how you can tell. I like some like decent, like common conspiracies, like JFK or right. what? Buster just rolling well, the, up in the here. The lizard, the lizard people is a pretty commonly held belief that there's. I, I've missed that somewhere in going through all the internet. No. Um, I've been through most of it. Um, let me tell you. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I've been through most of it. Um, no, I, I don't know. Maybe if. I've, I've if been, I didn't work I've as on, if I used to work like I used to, which was not that much, I'd probably yeah. be into this stuff more. But I've never heard this thing. But I used to love J. Like I love the movie JFK. Just yeah. how how intense I've, it is. And I've been on the dark web, but it's only involved uh, beautiful black women. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only dark web you know, huh? I want to leave that alone. I'm gonna get my ass in trouble saying something here. Woo. All right, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, yes, funny story. I'm Fire gonna so get in trouble if. Uh, any of my family hears this. So I was going to move my dad's TV out of his bedroom yeah. to put in a nicer TV. And he had a TV VCR combo. Oh, okay. Let me just make sure there's nothing in there before I pop it out. <laughs> and if it wasn't called African Ass Queens. Whoa. I was like, whoa, dad got a fetish. Who knew? <laughs> so. I didn't pop that movie back no. out. I just left it in there like I never just, saw it. We'll just we'll just pretend that we didn't maybe, see that. Maybe maybe Dad will never know it's missing. So yeah, like that was one of those things. I was just go hmm, learn something new today that you didn't wish you know now. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say? Man, that's the stories I'm telling sober. That's why you should make me do this drunk. Like, no, my stories it's are so good, much better. man. No, these I like these. No, stories. this is when you start getting like nudist DJ stories. And, well, you know, we'll save those for the next time we do a cocktail hour. So in a minute? Yeah, yeah on the next episode. <laughs> on the next episode. Back to back. Oh, and then we can podcast it. Would you say you can do them live now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that we'll have to try to do a live one at some point. Now, you can only do it, like, can you only do it from this? Or could you do it from your phone if we were, like, you know, someplace in particular? Or um, I We might be able to. I'd have to take Ooh, a look. It just got interesting. Oh. The good. birthday podcast, live <laughs> and in color. <laughs> On your radio. <laughs> Coming to you live. I forget, it's uh, going to be real awkward to try to take questions during that thing. <laughs> just be like so much loud music in the background. Yeah, we'll have fun. We always have fun. Well, except that one time. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is when you say shit that you don't really mean <laughs> that then I get questioned about later. You're just, like, I just like, what, what was he talking about? Dude. I know. That was not a real story. There's not, That's okay. I said a story once, and I got I got home <laughs> one day. Like, so I heard your podcast you do with Dustin a couple of days ago. What did I say? Because I was drinking and don't remember. <laughs> I, trust me, I got the whole story again, and I realized how much I was in. So you're good. Whoops. Hey, if I'm going to go down, you're going to go down with me. 
That's how it goes. We said in the VIP room. Hey! <laughs> hey! Inappropriate. When we all in the VIP room. <laughs> Never been. Never. I just like getting you in trouble. You're such an asshole. She knows me. She knows like 99% of my stuff is funny. <laughs> or at least attempts to be. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say 99%. No. I don't know about that. We, uh, what else? So I, you said you had a bunch of notes. <laughs> I got 99 jokes, but only one is fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, what? You said you had a bunch of notes. You were going to just uh, I'm not even rail. caring about the notes anymore. What? Come on, man. man there was I, something I you, you were to, talking I about. I want you to rail, I want you to Listen, rail on people I'm, that were I'm, on my podcast. No, I want to rail on. I want to start a feud. I'm sorry. I feud. really want to know feud. how you have to, like, you, this cameo thing is interesting to me. Cause, like, oh, I, yeah, okay. I saw I saw Rod's thing. You posted it on the Fantasy Football League. Right. By the way, congratulations, Rod, because I was about eight weeks in. I just gave the hell up. Like I got to my bye week, and I was getting beat so bad, I never pulled people back off of the bye. And it got ugly fast. So Yeah, I, I think um, well, this is something we're going to need to talk about because I think uh, people that don't try need to have some sort of punishment. Yeah. I'll, I'll. So here's the deal. If you send me text on Wednesday, I will fix it. But I just... Too much why, has been going on. Why is it my fucking responsibility that you do your fantasy I'm football I'm trying to lineup? give you all a free 50 bucks. Why is everybody bitching? Isn't that the punishment? <laughs> right? Damn. No, because um, what, if, what if you not competing leads to someone else winning that then makes me lose? If everyone is competing. As long as you lose, nobody else cares. <laughs> Do you think we want to hear an entire podcast of you talking to yourself? That's going to make a shitty fucking that's, podcast. That's why I don't talk. So, Dustin, have, what did you do when you won? Well, here's what I did, Dustin. I have, I have another fantasy football league that I'm in that I've won four times in like seven years or eight years that I don't talk about because there's no money involved. Oh. And I don't really even try. I stay in the group because I've won it a bunch of times. But it's like it used to be a bunch of kids that I went to like grade school with. So you're but playing fantasy like football against third graders and winning, and you won't brag about it. That's great to go. Way to go. No, I'm just we kidding. We were in grade oh, school. Oh, they're not they in grade school. I thought school. they were in grade school. Come on. Like, come on. You know what trouble you get for playing games with kids on the internet? Mm, we're going to leave that alone. I know you know, because that's where you go <laughs> on the dark web, you fucking weirdo. I don't even know how to get to the dark web, and I'm I, a computer nerd. Like, I, I've, I, came, I was looking for something once, and I came across an app that would put you on the dark web, and I was like, okay. So I put it on my phone and I opened it and it said, where do you want to go? I said, yahoo.com. And it took me there. I was like, didn't change anything. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I don't know what you I'm supposed to look down. for. You didn't scroll down to the dark web hot link down at the bottom of the page? I didn't know there was one. I, there's, there's not. I don't just, know. You just scroll down. You have, to go on the, you have to go on the dark web browser and then you go to the regular site and then you scroll all the way to the bottom. There's a little one that says, hey, if you want to come to the dark web, just click here. Okay. Do you say something? Listen, I'm when I was married to to my last wife. Like, I'm the computer geek, but she was the one playing um, World of Warcraft. Is that right? Yeah. What it's called? So I had to buy her a badass computer to play it on and multiple screens and all. I don't fucking care about all that shit, man. Like, it's just not me. Like, I'm nerdy enough to want some gadgets, but like, I don't need a high powered supercomputer. Yeah. Gonna go hack emails. This this new computer that I just bought is as high tech as I need it to yeah, be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all I need. Can like, we just talk about how beautiful this it thing is. is for a second? First off, it's a long 27 <laughs> inches. It's a full 27. It is corner to corner, baby. It is silver and slick. <laughs> Mm. It's a girthy thing too. It's, no, it's really thin actually. It's got a thin little edge right here. What's ironic is that just like your dick, it's tattooed with the Apple logo. So it's Whoa. all good. 
You're not supposed to tell anybody that. I'm sorry. I saw it once. Because you, you went jump you naked know, in the pool when you were super drunk. You noticed drunk. I didn't deny that you saw it. I just mm. said that you weren't supposed to tell anyone. It's okay. It's all good. It's inappropriate. I don't care if people know. I know you know. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. The new computer. Yeah, it's nice. I told you. That's what I, the, the next thing I want to do is upgrade mine because mine's like eight or nine years old. What What's amazing to me is that like I used to think that like a 250 gigabyte hard drive or a 500 gigabyte hard drive was a ton. This has a built-in two terabyte hard drive. Yeah, which is amazing. so big. It's so a, much room. All that data. Oh, you, know much, you know how much two terabytes of porn is? <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Depends on if you're like doing full movies or clips. <laughs> Trust me, so, I'm a computer geek. That part I can tell you. We got we got distracted. Right. You wanted right, to what? talk about cameo. Oh, okay. So I saw the cameo video. Right. And, um. And I don't know who High Pitch Eric is. I guess it's a Howard Stern person. Yep. I haven't listened to Howard Stern in years, uh, to be honest. Well, High Pitch, High Pitch is one of the longest remaining, like, of the Whack Packers that's still alive. He's probably the one that's been on the show the longest. Well, what was that crazy dude that used to be on there? Like, Which crazy uh, dude? Like, little curly-haired dude. He was, like, super New York accent or whatever. That's the only guy I remember besides Robin. So, I don't oh, you know. You mean Baba Booey? Yeah, that Gary, dude. No, he's still there. But oh, is he? Gary again? That's, that's Gary Delabate. That's the producer of the show. Like he's still oh, there. Yeah, he that. wasn't a whack packer. High pitch Eric oh. was a member of the whack pack. So there was high pitch Eric. There was Eric the midget. There was Hank the angry drunken dwarf. There was Beetlejuice, Angry Alice. Like all these people that that were part of the whack pack. And some of them are dead. And then hmm. there's they call him. They used to call him Gary the retard. Now he's Gary the slow adult or Gary the conqueror. Wow. You know, Welcome to 2020. Stupid. He, so Howard started correct. that. Howard, Howard started correctness. that. Dude, sometimes it's just good to not be an asshole. It's, no, there's a difference. it's not. Yes, there is. When? What What good does it... How, does it, how is it beneficial to call, call someone a retard? What is it hurting? It's a word that what people are mad about. That not they are mad about. It's like when a white person but gets how mad do, at how you. Does it, how does it affect you? How does it affect you to not say it? It doesn't, but it's the English language. That's one of the things I really have always felt my whole life is that everything is just a made-up word for something. And, All words are made and up. And if green could have been blue and blue could have been green, if you're getting offended about a word, you have way too little going on in your life. I'm worried about raising kids and keeping a job and learning how to get better at my job. And y'all are worried about getting offended about a word. Like y'all people get over it. You know, that's I, Bro, it's really I've read, I've for read you your, and me. I've read your Twitter feed. You get worked up about some of the dumbest shit ever. So like what? Oh, let's talk about this. What are we talking about? I mean, pretty much 99 times out of a hundred. Anytime you're talking about the Texans, it's something that's not oh, really well, that's, that important. That's football. I don't give a oh, that's football. Uh, that's why they're called fans, because they're fanatics. That's the whole point. Like you're not a fanatic, you're a lunatic. Okay, bro. I'll be a lunatic about when it that. comes when it comes to your team. You're a loony bin. I am. You've gone I'm, around the bend. Commit me. I love football. I know. My thing is, is that I get I get worked up watching any football. Like, and and I guess that's part of me because like even when I was a kid playing Madden. I wouldn't play Madden to play Madden. I'd play it and then rewind it to see how the play broke down. Like, it's just, it's my analytical part of me. Before, so I get way too in depth with it. Like, I do that in everything in life, but I've, I've football told, especially. I've told you this before, but before we moved down here on during the football season, I would mute you on. Oh, play. you have to. I figure like, you still do. No, I don't mute you anymore. 
And that one because it's entertaining now. Well, I figured it was. I've ha- taken it. I've taken it. it I've I've gone from it bothering me to just being entertaining. Well, I figured it was because, especially since your team inevitably melts down, oh, and yeah. then I get to watch you melt down, and that's just you know. That's what friends are for. That's because I'm an for. asshole. I try to tell people this. People are like, Dustin, you're so nice. Why do you so have to be nice. an asshole all the you're time? You're so nice. <laughs> Why are you so, you're so nice. I can't believe how nice you are. I'm like, I'm not really that nice. See, you're telling me about me being an asshole and you're doing it all the time. I 100% am an asshole. But see, I thought you didn't mute me anymore because I bought season tickets and for 10 games a year, you don't have to listen to my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Only on the road games that I'm in front of the TV. Dude, you tweet from the games too. Who are you very, kidding? very rarely. Yeah, it's Most of the time less. I'm usually in the game. It's certainly less. Yeah. But yeah, the season tickets definitely helped. Yeah. So, yeah. The the Facebook posts of you slurping uh, all of your uh, tailgating friends are a little much, but that's fine. I don't usually post most of them. Remember that. I get tagged in a lot of them. <laughs> However, we do. if you do want to come out to an amazing tailgate, we've been tailgaters of the week two years in a row. We have a 1959 fire truck that has a mini fridge with five shots, a margarita machine, a DJ station, two TVs, an RV so you don't have to use a porta potty, and all the dang food you can want. We got a grill built into the fire truck. I bring food. Everybody brings food. And we have an open bar and no cover. Come on. Come on now. Find us on Twitter. You'll have a good time. All right, back to the game. We were talking about something else. What were we t- Being an asshole before? and using the word retard is the last thing I remember. Yeah, we backtracked from that. that oh, was, I'm sorry. I don't remember. This is, and we're not drinking. I know. What How is, is it that we're better at this when we drink? Should, should, we, <laughs> should we do like a ride start, go drink, and take two? <laughs> is that what we need to do? <laughs> no, we don't need to do that. I think this has been good. What do you mean? No, we haven't. I, I, what are you? Uh, I just know I usually leave here going, damn, I shouldn't have told that story. Well, see, I, I haven't done that yet. you're growing in 2020. It's a new new year, new you. Eh, fuck me. <laughs> no. that's still not, Even in 2020, that's still not happening. <laughs> Says everybody. <laughs> uh, we, uh, only person I know that goes to the strip club and the one transvestite gets hit on. That's it. That's it. That's all I get. Hey, oh, and what's have, his name behind the bar? He tried once. You have a type. I don't. We That's need the to, thing. We, Do I really? And no, I not just, know it? I'm just oh. making fun of you. Oh, I'm, I'm just giving you a hard time. Not I'm yet. Just, <laughs> you're just... It's, you're just it. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of doing a podcast with Dustin is when I can throw something in and watch him catch it and then realize what I said and laugh. It makes my day. Sorry if y'all don't enjoy I'm we sorry. need to do a webcam podcast where we could be on video. Uh, I'm not so much for. I got into radio for a reason. Uh, I I got into podcasting to not be. I know I wanted to do one too, but I. I, I have actually thought about throwing the audio up on YouTube, like creating a YouTube channel where it's just like the picture is just the logo, and yep. then people can listen, listen to it on YouTube. Huh. Might be sounds a, like a plan. Branching like a out. Idea. We do definitely need to do the live podcast, though. Okay. So let's figure that. Because apparently, you can do the live podcast, and you can actually take calls. During the podcast? Yeah. So people, like you and I could be sitting here, we could turn the live podcast on, and there's a way that, but I think people can only get it if they have the Podbean app. Oh. So they would have to have the Podbean app and listen on the app, and then they can, I think it gives them an opportunity to... So look in your Apple st- Apple App Store or yeah, in, so in your if, Google uh, Play. You, you can uh, download uh, Podbean and uh, Podbean sounds like it should be like a, a word for something else or something. 
Sounds like it should be dirty, but it's not. The pod, the pod bean is real. Mm. Much like the clitoris and the female orgasm, the pod bean is also real. Let me put my little jack in a beanstalk in that shit. And love your little pod bean. Go, girl. So you're turning 40. Uh, you've, you've turned, turning 45. You've turned 45. Yep. What, uh, what do you want to accomplish in the next five years before you hit 50? Do you have a, you have a bucket list of, like, a, I want to do this before I'm 50? You know, I, not really. I've done so many crazy things in life, like from jumping out of airplanes to going around the world. Like, there's some places I want to visit still. But, I mean, that's not like, you know, God, I got to do it. If I don't, I'll be heartbroken. I really don't know. Like, it's like we talked about off podcast. Um, You know, this is the first year that I'll I'll have a six-digit income, which is amazing to me. Um, And like we've talked about on previous, in 20-whatever years, I've gone from literally living in a homeless shelter to six-digit income. So, it's kind of... It's kind of like an unset goal. Like it was kind of cool that it happened. I never set that goal, but it's cool that I've done that. I don't know. Like I, I've never really thought about that either. Man, you should like send me the questions ahead of time. <laughs> That's what a good interviewer does. That way, I can have prepared answers for That's a good podcast. That's not what a good interviewer does. Well, okay, Barbara Walters, you gonna make me cry next? Uh, maybe. Oh, here we go. We're gonna talk about my mom. All right, so um, <laughs> let's talk about my, your mom my, and <laughs> Ralphie at the same time. Or my sister. Here we go. One of the two. So, um, God, no. Let me talk <laughs> about your mom, your sister, your aunt, and Ralphie oh. all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Talk about how these four people really influenced your life and how they affected you. Well, they all drove me to drink, <laughs> so that's a lot of the influence. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, God, that's, how did they influence by this making, is going to go from they, a, they put you under the influence that's exactly right we're going to go from a fun podcast <laughs> to a psychiatric session here real quick it's not going to be a good story um yeah what are we talking about oh okay life goals five-year goals five-year goals um huh i am so lame i don't know i dodging dodging becoming a grandparent Oh, that's a 10-year goal, actually. I've actually told my kids that I am not allowed to be a grandparent until I'm 55 because my youngest, uh, my young, the youngest of all the five kids is my youngest daughter, and she's 16. So I'm hoping at least till 26 for her. Right. Um, the, uh, my oldest daughter will turn 18 in a couple months and graduate high school. Her youngest son is 18 and about to graduate high school. They'll gradu- graduate back-to-back days. So they'll be 28 at that point, then 29 and 31. So if I can get to 55 without a grandkid, then I'll be okay with a grandkid. That's literally I've told my kids that right. word for word. There's not something just making up now. But yeah, like, I don't know. I've always been that person that whatever happens to me happens to me. It's, right. I'd rather my kids be happy, my wife be happy, my friends be happy. Like I have, I know you've seen posts. I've had people at my house. And I'm like, man, this weekend, F it, man. I'm just sitting on my couch and doing nothing. And then 20 minutes later, hey, can we come and watch the UFC fight at your house? And then they're at the house. Like, it's just who I am. Like, okay, come over. We'll pay $80 for a UFC fight. Let's go. Come on. Like, whatever. And watch Conor McGregor knock somebody out in 40. Do you watch UFC at all? I used to. You used to? We got off the uh, UFC bandwagon. McGregor jumped on that dude so damn quick. I, I saw the 40 seconds on, on uh, I Twitter. I bet you did. Uh, no, that's on porn. That's different. Whoa. Um, no, here, yeah, that was crazy to watch. Like, and I know people say you paid $80 for the 40 seconds. Um, that was a lot of fights before that. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, that was 
McGregor wasted no time coming back. Because the last time I saw McGregor fight was with you at Al's. Yep. And he got his ass kicked that night. So. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, see, he used the, the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a standing shoulder have, thrust. It must have it must have broken his nose because he just didn't look like himself. Or maybe it just it, it the way it hit was just weird for him, and he just kind of lost. Yeah, and kind of like what is going on? Because I've never seen anybody do that, uh-uh. like standing. And he did it three times, and then he was kind of like, I still don't. It, he was either like you said, dazed, or like I still don't understand what's happening. Yeah. And the next thing was that foot to his face, and that was it. Like. But that was, yeah, that was fun to watch. But that, that's how I am. Like, I I literally was, like, pajamaed out and not doing anything. And at 6 o'clock, somebody said, can we come over and we'll pay for half the fight? I'm like, all right. So at that point, I'm ordering Disney Plus and Hulu and all that stuff to then order ESPN Plus to get this fight. To, like, so See, if I'm going to get it, I get, I'm going to buy all three for the bundle exactly. for $7 more than just pay for now ESPN Plus. Now you have Plus. all the Disney Plus. Now you can watch all the for Marvel the guy movies. who for the guy who doesn't like it. Oh man, I gotta bring your movies back to you. I gotta. Uh, I don't like animated movies, so I haven't seen like an animated movie since right. maybe the original Toy Story. I I watched The Little Mermaid, but that's because my brother and sister watched a lot as a kid. I don't know if I've ever seen. Dude, really. the Toy Story movies are so good. Are they? Two They're th- on there. They're on the Disney Plus thing. Yeah, I didn't know if that was because Disney, Pixar, Disney owns Pixar. I don't keep up with you. Oh, Dis- I do have to tell ta- We have to talk we- about two things before we get too far in this podcast. Disney Movies. Disney basically owns everything. Right. One, drunk as hell, I still remembered what you told me, and the very next night I went and saw 1917. Dude, that movie's awesome. That is an amazing movie. I highly recommend it. I don't really recommend movies very often. I know Dustin is the Marvel king over here. I'm like Marvel Juniors or whatever. However, this is why I'm going to the second thing with this. In the 1917 previews, Yes. There's something called Mutants. The New Mutants. The New Mutants. Yep. That looks amazing. That, and it's all actors I've seen in other things mm-hmm. in all shows I've liked because there's like Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. Yep. Uh, and all these. And so I liked all those people from other shows, which makes me think I'll like this. So I may have to get into this. It's interesting. That movie was actually supposed to come out like a year ago. And they pushed it back and did some reshoots and reshuffled, restructured things because... It was under the Fox banner, but then Disney bought everything and kind of redid it. So is this like a prequel to, or is this just a whole new branch? Or It's a different, so it's within the X-Men universe, so it's like a subset of, but it'll be with, I'm, as far as I know, it's within the X-Men universe. Okay. Well, I like one of like the, Wolverine and all yeah. That's guys. what I was gonna say. One of the kids looked like Wolverine at some point, but I didn't know if it was supposed to be Wolverine as a kid or if it's just a new branch with different characters like it have some X Men qualities. If it's all enhanced individuals, mutants. Mm. Um, well, I got that part from the title, but uh, yeah, that can, can I, one of them's not. Can I, I make a guilty admission on your podcast? Yeah, go for it. Bro. I didn't realize X Men were Marvel. <laughs> 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 you said it, and I was like. Oh, really? Do you just th- thought they were their own thing, or you I don't thought know? They were I don't keep with, up with who's where. Or like, do you think they were with Superman and Batman? I go back to I, the only comic book movies I'd ever watched until you got me into these first five movies. Like I watched all the Batman's. I yeah. like them, but I know that's DC. That part I know because you've set me straight. Yep. Past that, I don't know who the hell's what, man. Like I like they cross over or something. Maybe one day I, it's all a blur. Maybe it's because I watch them drunk with my kids. I don't know. That's possible. No, I don't watch them. I don't. But I'm getting into them. Like so, like. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green. Oh, I did see that Wonder Woman movie, the first one. Yep. Is there a second one out now? There's, 84 there's or is it coming, coming out? out? It's oh, coming yeah. out in June. Because that was good, too. I will say that. That was good. You convinced me to watch that, too. 
Yeah, it's a but good that's fight. again DC, right? Yep. It's not your Marvel people. Well, and, yeah, because it's, it's Wonder Woman, Batman. I feel like such a bad nerd. Superman. Your Marvel people. <laughs> Green Lantern. Green Arrow. Deadpool. Flash. What's he? De- no, Deadpool's Marvel. Oh, he's Marvel too? Yes. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be interesting because they're going to do a Deadpool 3, but whether or not they will do an R-rated Deadpool because Marvel's not really done an R-rated movie like that before. Why wasn't the first one R-rated? Well, see, here's the thing. Oh, the because Deadpool, Disney owns it. Deadpool was is a Marvel character, but the rights to the Deadpool movies were owned by Fox. Oh, so now it would be a Disney Marvel correct R-rated because Disney Disney bought Fox. Do you ever feel like the there's Fox a puzzle Studios. and you're missing two pieces? Like, every time we talk about this stuff, I get a little bit more pieces of the puzzle. Dude, like, like you know how everything's going on with the Texan secondary? That's how I am with these Marvel movies and all the stuff that the, the machinations of the who owns what and when and all this. Uh, look, I, I, I will be the first one to tell you, we had so many people in the secondary this year, I can't name them all. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not, from when we played Kansas City during the year to when we played Kansas City in the playoffs... We didn't even have the same secondary on the team anymore. Right. It wasn't like all oh, these guys got benched because healthy guys came back. They were literally off the team from the October meeting. So, yeah. I, I was literally at a, I was at a game, and I said, who the fuck is Adams? Like, where did this guy come from? Like, I'm, I'm not looking through the roster. Like, is that real? Like, is it, like, am I reading it? I had so many people in the secondary this year, I can't even keep up. Like, so, let's go back to 1917. I'm sorry. 1917, so, amazing. That'll tell you how spoiled teenagers are. Because they could not do that shit. They would want a safe space and a timeout. That's a first. Literally, I'm watching the scene where he's running through the town. That was my thought. That kid wants a safe space and a timeout if it's 2020. That's what he wants. Dude, that could apply to, like, back to when we were kids, probably. Probably so. But it's amazing, like, how young and what they were doing. And I was just then, watching them walk through the mud. I was like, fuck that. But also go back to... In 1917, some of those guys were enlisted in the war at 14 years old yeah. and going, fuck it, let's go for the country. Like, it's amazing, like, what those those kids back then did. I really thought he was going to stay with the French woman, too, but <laughs> lo and behold, no. It was interesting. The Spoiler way they, alert. The Sorry. Way, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> the way they shot the movie was very interesting as well. You didn't like it. All right, got it. Um, no, it was really cool. Like, that movie was, was amazing. And, um... There better be a cat in your yard. Probably. Um, no, it was. It was amazingly shot. And I don't know if some of that stuff was actual still ruins from that or if it's CGI'd or what it built for it. But, man, it just looked amazing. Like, And here's the other thing about that is that it's – I read it was like one of three movies that was shot in like true IMAX yeah. in like the last so many years. Now I want to go see it in true IMAX to see what it looks like. Yeah, it's I like in it. true 190 ratio or whatever they call it. Like it's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I saw it in the. Uh, my favorite way to see a movie right now is um, at the AMC Dolby Theater. So at a lot of the AMCs, they have one specific theater that's like set up with the Dolby screen. So the screen's actually big. It's got a different projector. It's got a different sound system, and it's. Uh, Where's the AMC movie theater here? There's tons of them. I know. Wait, what do you go to? I usually either go to uh, down to Sugarland. Uh, to First Colony or over to Dunvale. 
There's uh, an AMC 30 on Dunvale. I, always, I either hit the new Star Cinema Grill right here because they've got some giant TV thing, not, uh, Atmos. Yep. they got Atmos. Yeah. And then, or that, I go to the Cinemark here and they have whatever their thing is. Like everybody, oh, it's uh, XD, Cinemark yep. XD, yeah. which is pretty cool. That's where I've seen like most of the big movies mm-hmm. that I want to see like that. I go to one of those too. Um, yeah, I've never been to I can't remember the last time I was at an AMC theater because there's none really around here. I don't well, no, that's a Regal cinema down there, too. So Yeah, yeah the one at the mall is Regal. Regal the, the closest one to you would be, there's one over at um, the Katie Mall. Oh, that is AMC. I've been in there a few times. Yeah. It's been a while, though. I haven't stayed away from the mall, too, especially December. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stupid. I hate Christmas, in case y'all haven't heard. What? So, I'm like the Grinch times, too. I hate it, man. It's just... Like, I like Thanksgiving. It's about food and family. Yep. And there's nothing more than I like than food and some of my family. <laughs> so, you, you start putting expectations and gifts and teenagers. And, yeah, man, give me a break. I hate Christmas. I could skip that, skip my birthday. I'd be happy. I'll give up my birthday if we give up Christmas. I'm down. Wow. Yeah, but that's not very much time. Like, you know, you that's like a one season, basically. Somebody like, told me if you don't like Christmas, become Jewish. I'm like, that's 13 days or something, right? Isn't it? <laughs> Hanukkah's eight days. Whatever. Oh, yeah, it was eight days. Right? <laughs> still, it's still more than one. I know that. But it's usually one Can present. You, I would love to learn about other religions. It's like, I wonder if there's like books or something that you could read about different religions. I have time for that shit. You know? See, so, okay, I'll tell you a story about my aunt. I mean, we talk could, about depressing You could quit things. watching football and learn about religions. That is my religion. Why do you think they have it on Sunday? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, no, like one of the things about my aunt, like she, she, okay. So full disclosure, my aunt grew up or grew up. That's not the right word. My aunt was a lesbian in a time where that wasn't accepted. And so her and her girlfriend were very secret. And what? In some parts of the country, that would be still today. Still today, probably. <laughs> um, they got to grow up. But anyway, so I tell you all this, this. They hated church because it was always about how much hate. It's all about what you did wrong. It's all about what you did wrong. Right. So, and this is how my mindset of my aunt was, which is why I loved her so much. She heard this guy on the radio talking, and he was talking about the positivity of church and and how it could help you in meditation. And he was on the next day, and so she went and looked into it, and she wanted to meditate and hear God's voice and hear. And she couldn't make it happen, and she wasn't hearing it, and she wasn't hearing it. She went to monks to learn how to meditate. Like, when she went all in, sure. she went all in. Yeah. She was the first female uh, uh, advertising director of advertising in Houston Radio, the first one for TV. Like, she was that kind of person. And when she finally heard what she wanted to hear, she ended up writing three books. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things where when she went, she went all in. Like, I, I don't have that dedication in life. Yeah. But... That's why I am where I am. If I would have ever put my intelligence with any kind of dedication like that, like we we might be in flying cars or something right now. <laughs> Instead, we're talking about strippers in Minnesota in 1982 or something, whatever the hell it was. I did not, for the record, you were two. <laughs> for the record, I did not go to my first strip club at two years old. Isn't there some story on Netflix or something about this guy who was or a girl or somebody who was raised in a strip club? Have you heard this? No. Man, I I have to look it up. They were talking about how the mom ran away when she was like 15 and pregnant or whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
she was stripping with a fake ID at 16 and the baby was basically raised in the strip club. And then it's how he goes back and finds all the people he considered family in the strip club. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. Why isn't this live? So people can call in and update us. <laughs> I have no idea. But there is, there is a show about it. And it's like, it sounded interesting. And I just thought about it. So just now when you said a two year old in the strip club, cause he said he literally lived in the strip club from the time he was born until like he was seven or eight. Cause they were homeless. That's where they lived at night. Wow. So, but he went back to find all these people. Somebody out there. I don't know what we're talking about. And if you'll uh, direct those requests to uh, jogpod at gmail.com or Dustin P. Let's Jones see. on Twitter. Netflix. Oh, he's going to look it up for me. I don't know if it's Netflix, but I just know there was. I think it's Netflix, though. Stripper. <laughs> this is not going to end Seven well on a search. Seven-year-old. <laughs> what the hell? Seven-year-old <laughs> stripper, Netflix. That's great. Oh. Uh, it's not We're the Millers, I can tell you that. Nope. Uh... Is it called Crystal? A young man living a sheltered life develops a crush on an ex-stripper? Nope. Nope, that's not it. Oh, here's a story that I want to read. Five stripper movies worth streaming in honor of Jennifer Lopez's movie. Oh, that Hustlers? Have you seen that? No. I was going to go see it and I never got there. Uh, Oh, My Life Growing Up in Oklahoma's Rowdiest Strip Club. Here it is right here. What? Yes. Uh... It's a documentary called Red Dog because it's what Ray Mackey named his strip club 60 years ago when he opened it. Um, So the Red Dog Saloon was one of the rowdiest strip clubs in Oklahoma during the oil boom and is somewhat of a notorious rite of passage to this day. Oklahoma, where you're from? Where you lived? I mean, not where you're from. Watch yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. He he talks about how he goes back and, and tries to find the people that he considered aunts and uncles and stuff while he lived in that strip club. So there you go. Interesting. Yeah. Speaking of interesting shit that's on TV right now. Oh, okay. Y'all talked about this too. I was going to get into There's this. a show uh, called The Outsider that premiered last, uh, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before on HBO. It's based on the Stephen King Stephen King book. Well, they had a movie, right? The Outsiders at some point? This is a different thing. Oh, okay. This is called The Outsider. That was mm. called The Outsiders. As a yeah. SE, that's based on an S.E. Hinton book. I'm also confused how Eddie Murphy's letting Robert Downey Jr. redo Doolittle. Like, I don't understand that either. So, you can tell I just don't keep up with shit. But this movie, or this TV show is insane. It is, it's, it's, there's lots of scariness to it. I don't even want to say it's necessarily scary, but like intense, like suspense. And, uh, so it's not really horror. But uh, it's suspense, drama. Yeah, and uh, it's like TNT. Jason Bateman's in it. Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, well, then I'll watch. It's uh, good stuff. Ozark's coming out soon too. Just the third. The third episode was just this past Sunday, and uh, the fourth episode. I'm very much looking forward to. It's one of the few shows where, when it's over, I'm like, I'm immediately like ready to see the next one, but I'm not. Like, I really want to know what happens next, but I also need the six days to kind of process what I've just seen. And that's where I think that the binge watch culture is kind of just missed the mark because there are things that I definitely want to just turn on and watch for seven hours straight. But there are times where it's good to get a part of a story and then sit with that part of the story for five, six, seven days. Dwell and just kind on of it, yeah. like. Oh, okay, here's this and this. And then when the when the next part comes up, you're like, okay, so now I know understand how this ties into this and it's uh Well, I think part of good TV back in the day was you would see something and your 
your mind worked where, what are they going to do with this? Yeah. Could they do this? Could you do that? And there were times you were let down. There were times you were, it went past anything you imagined. Yeah. And you know, like hearing you guys talk about how game of Thrones was a letdown the last season game of Thrones. The first three episodes of the last season up until Arya stabbed the ice King was amazing. Spoiler alert. Um, you're supposed to say spoiler alert before you say the thing. No, I'm an asshole. Alert. Remember? So fuck them. So up to that moment, dude, that season was great. And that was the moment it stopped being great because I never saw her coming to do that. Like I was like, this is great. And after that, it was just shit. So it was the last three episodes of the season were bad. Now, that being said, you talking about how the outsider is like that for you. When I watched Euphoria with teenage kids, I thought I knew the things to look out for. Yeah. Holy God in heaven, it's scary. Like, it's like if they took every bad thing your kid could do and put it in one show. Yep. And you have kids, it's scary as shit. Like, I was taking notes like, okay, my daughter's not allowed to do this. <laughs> I'm going to wonder if she ever wants to do this. She needs to look out for this. Like, I was right. literally taking notes because I was like, I would have never put two and two together like that. Yeah. And here it is in all in one TV show together. Like this, That was one of the best TV shows I watched last year. Yeah, it was amazing. It Again, scary as a parent, but it was amazing. Um, that was good. And there was something else that I watched that was um, season one that was really good. It came on. Oh no! I take that back. I caught up on it. It was uh, Big Little Lies or whatever it's called with oh, Reese Witherspoon yeah. and Nicole Kidman. That show is amazing. I think I, I think it was in the second season last year. So I caught up on all of it. But I watch that. And you're talking about Apple TV. Mm-hmm. The morning show is amazing. We watched oh, okay. all that. I literally watched that in a couple of days because it oh, was okay. that good. Um, in fact, I wanted to watch a little faster than some other people I live with. Hmm. Um, and got shot down. I'm getting told not to go ahead. But the other thing I want to see on that is, it, it, no pun intended, to watch on that is called C. And it's Jason Momoa. Right. And they've all been blind that all through history. Yeah, they've all been the, blind. Yeah, and he has twins that are born that have sight. Right. And he's trying to protect them. And it looks really interesting. There's something unless else. He's, unless he's Aquaman or Dothraki, I'm not sure I give a shit at this point. We'll see. I haven't tried it yet. And then the other thing that looks interesting to me on there is um, For All Mankind. Okay. It's what if the space race had never stopped. Oh, all right. Um, and it looks interesting. Like some of the premise that I've, I've read about it looks really good. Um, I just haven't had time to watch it. I've literally been working until 7 o'clock most nights. So You have Amazon Prime, right? Yes. Did you watch The Boys? No. You need to watch The Boys. Jack Ryan's real good, too. I've, I'm, I've watched like... I almost said Kardashian. What's his name? Krasinski. My bad. <laughs> I've, I almost screwed uh, up. Why do I hear the I've gate? I've watched half of the second. Uh, it might be the pool guy. Oh, okay. I think I've watched. Is this where this turns into a porn? Second. Yeah. Bound <laughs> 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 We've so been terrible. together too long. We have. In fact, we're uh, getting a little late here on the podcast, so we probably should start to wrap things up. What? Uh, what's, let me see if I can find an interesting way to tie this. Put put a little bow on it. For my birthday? For your birthday. All right, let's get the bow for what, the birthday. What do you want? Where are you going to put the bow? What do you want for your birthday? Where are you going to put the bow on my birthday? Uh, what do I want for my birthday? Just fun, man. Just like, fun. I have, since the first of the year and going full-time uh, doing this, like I said, it's been some late nights. I just forget it all. Forget kids. I got I got one trying to get in the military. I literally got his results from his test today. So trying to get in the military. I got one that well i've got two that are trying to graduate high school but one seriously trying to graduate high school <laughs> and i just like a night or two of not thinking about any of that junk just 
friends and fun and whatever happens, happens kind of mentality. Because anyone who knows me knows I don't give a shit about what the, what the consequences are. I live in the moment. We go from there. So, Well, my friend, I am very thankful that you stopped by to spend a little bit of your time talking about our lives and all the weird shit that we are into <laughs> and that we talk about. We and haven't had that conversation yet. We'll get to the <laughs> weird shit one day. <laughs> Be, there'll be a parental control on that thing, <laughs> that podcast real fast. That's gonna, the that's following gonna podcast be, is rated PG. That's going to have to be a podcast where people will have to pay for it because you need to. We're asking you to pay for this podcast because that tells us that you are willing to participate in hearing some of the fucked up stuff that we're going to say. I will break out if if we did a podcast and people paid. I would tell y'all the deepest, darkest. Woo! nudist resort stories so look forward to that coming this summer <laughs> there is a coming way this there is a way on here to do premium podcasts where you select it it only goes to people that pay for a subscription tales you got one star ratings and you're trying to charge all of a sudden look at you go boy one star ouch that hurts how could you say that? I think I those some, I think those people have never listened. I got some four and five stars. I think they wanted to use the name and they were pissed that just another white guy was used. Yeah, they gave you, you one know. stars. Little I think bitches. they were. I think they were sad that there was just another white guy who wasn't talking about Nazis and shit. <laughs> that's a good point. I never. That's I. I turned into I turned into just another white guy's podcast and he didn't say one bad thing about black people or Mexicans or, or the gays. Or, uh, you know. In fact, he was against guns. That <laughs> motherfucker. He ain't white. <laughs> I think. At He's this Minnesota point, white. It's just with snow. <laughs> I'm, snow I'm snow white, bitch. Snow, snow white, bitch. <laughs> and there's another one-star review for all the people in Arkansas that we just made fun of. Y'all have a good night. That was my, you thought that was an Arkansas accent? No, that was Mississippi. I didn't want to piss him off because I know you actually have a download there. <laughs> you so. never know. <laughs> With that, <laughs> I think... As you're checking the map, is, which one is, is right? This is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to check out all of the wonderful uh, Texans content that Marty tweets about, you can follow him on Twitter, at Battle Red Geek. No, 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 at Biggest Texan Fan. Battle Red Geek is like whatever the little moniker thing. Oh. The actual Twitter the, handle. The only way I can find you is by typing in the battle thing. Well, no, if you type in anyway. at Biggest Texan fan. That's actually my thing. And unlike what Dustin said, my Texans are done for eight months, so there will not be any Texans content yeah, unless they do something stupid. You can go back and read. Please don't go back and read it. There's a lot of cursing. I mean this this podcast is so clean cut. Please don't go That's back right. and read that filth. I, before we wrap up, I feel so bad because my mom hates it when I swear, and I listened to the first like three minutes of the podcast from last week with Jared. I said fuck like 17 times in the first four minutes, and I'm just like... Oh I like God. how you just said the word now instead of saying the F word with your mom listening, and you're trying to apologize. Well, if my mom's made it uh, an hour and 30 minutes, she's, you know... She's never met me, huh? No, because I, I couldn't come over when she was here last time. I don't think I met her. Nope, you haven't. Yeah, well, she'll hate me too. I think maybe she'll be here sometime in March, or this, sometime this spring, maybe. All right. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll do tequila shots then. Tequila shots. Tequila. Anyway, thank Wrap you for it up. listening. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Dustin P. Jones. Follow uh, the show at JogPod. If you got questions, I'd really like to probably do like a listener mail segment at some point. So if you have questions, send them to jogpod at gmail.com. 
Um, and, and for Dustin, go leave good ratings yeah, on iTunes. Can you, can you please just Whoever did that, don't do that how stuff. How wonderful I am, and how much you love the show. It would help him and me and us get paid. You know, it just helps my self esteem. Okay, we'll take the self esteem. We don't even need the money. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about the money. I've been doing this. I've I've been putting uh, episodes up sporadically for about five years. So this is not for money. I will not speak for other jog pods. I will speak for only on my own. But this whole thing cost twenty dollars for a bottle of fireball usually when we do it today it's free even for that today we went sober free of even that not a single crap. not a single drop was drank on this episode and uh you can tell because it's not nearly as good as it could have been but we still try for you <laughs> on that note i hear the pool guy trying to fix the pool filters so we're going to get out of here thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this episode i appreciate it always protect the five hole hey ty who's your favorite person only dustin Fucking right. Too much. Oh, it hurt. Oh, too much. Too much. Oh, it's too big. It was too much.